This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today on News 4 at 4. It's one of the most anticipated lists of the year. Consumer Reports' top new vehicle picks. Susan Hogan is working for you, showing you the safest, most reliable cars for your money. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Many kids in our area are back to in-person learning, and we are helping you keep them safe in the classroom. We're working for you. Small steps you can take at home to protect them at school and expert advice to ease anxiety for you and the kids. This week on News 4 Today on NBC4. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Recamp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, we've been telling people we're going to do this. It's our monthly feedback episode, and I'm excited. Oh, there's so much bag to be fed. What? That doesn't even make sense. There's a lot of questions, is what I'm trying to say. And of course, if you want to get in touch with the podcast anytime, you don't have to wait for the feedback episodes. Hit us up, I'm fatpod at gmail.com, Facebook.com slash I'm fatpod, and of course I'm fatpod on Twitter. Use that hashtag askafat on Twitter. It makes us makes it easier for us to find your questions. But yeah, we've got a ton. Rick, why don't you start things off with our first ask a fat question? And uh, we'll get to some stories from along the week as well. We're not going to do just questions because there was a, a couple topics that came up, as they do every week with mm-hmm. me and Rick, that we want to get to as well. Absolutely. And I want to remind everybody to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast as well. That helps us out a lot. Now, this first one from James isn't as much of a question as a how about that whole deal of he saw incentive to wear a mask. He quote tweeted something where said where someone said, I just dumped a package of fruit snacks into my mask at work, and I'm just slowly eating them like a horse. <laughs> that speaks to me so much. I'm trying to I'm trying to visualize like uh, like someone like moving their tongue under the mask, like get the one that fell into the corner. Mm-hmm. It's like just hanging out on their cheek, or like they gotta shake their head a certain way so it falls. I don't know. You know, you might just want to just pull the mask up for a hot second and eat the fruit snack normally, but I. I appreciate the effort. That, that's that's just that's thinking. That's using your head. That's adapting to these these unprecedented times. Trademark. Um, <laughs> the visual of that is phenomenal, isn't it? Like uh, I'm yeah, not I'm not taking one pack. You have to like open up every pack in a box and dump the entire box worth <laughs> in there. Do you have a beard? Nope, just fruit snacks under yep. there. You got to get like one. You know, like the uh, the the babies wear the bibs that have like the catch all tray. Yes. You got to get one of those for the mask, too, for anything that falls out. So like a reverse catch-all phrase, like a uh, tray that like turns towards your chin. Mm-hmm. So anything, any fruit snacks that get out, you don't want to lose those. That's that's a bad deal. Any sort of lost fruit snack is a... I hate when you drop, you're eating like gummy bears or something, and you drop one. It feels like dropping an entire steak. Yeah, I, I, I'm not damn a... Damn it. Yeah, I fully support no fruit snack left behind. So... <laughs> It's it's Rick's birthday charity. Right. (laughs) I didn't even get my $200. I don't get it. (laughs) That's a lot of fruit snacks, though. Oh, man. All right. I got a question here uh, from Mike. He says, my wife and I were driving back to Chicago to visit family, and as per usual, we were not on the same page about drive-thru options. I pushed hard for Arby's and eventually won out. I'm a basic and just wanted some chicken tenders and curlies. When we got off the highway, my wife saw a jack-in-the-box right next to Arby's and lost it. She loves jack-in-the-box and her sad excuse for a taco. Anyways, we did the only logical thing and decided to drive through both since dining rooms weren't open. Two things. One, in the Arby's drive-through, I suggested my wife pull up a little closer to the car in front of us after we'd ordered before we get 
to the window. I view this as common sense so as to allow other people behind you maximum space to get up to the order microphone. Nothing worse than being caught in no man's land when trying to order. Can you guys think of any other non-food-related drive-through courtesies we should all be observing? That's a big one. Pulling up fully mm-hmm. so the next person can get to the speaker is crucial and so many people don't do that they place their order they pull ahead a little bit and the people behind them may as well not even exist that's a that's a big pet peeve of mine and i I, i'm I'm a hesitant honker i like for me to honk at you you have to do something very egregious like sit at a green light for a good 20 seconds before i'll be like (laughs) you might want to move but i've done it a couple times in a drive through like hey can you move up a little bit right so someone else can order that's, I'm trying to think of other things. Um, I've got one. That would sort of qualify that way. So there are some places where, like, I know some Portillos are like this, where what, after you've paid, because their system where you're just, you know, you're paying real quick and it's really efficient, they'll have two lanes for people to wait at. But if someone's too far into the middle and they eliminate the second lane from being used, you're just being a bag. Or if it's a place where... You know, it's not the widest in the world, but there's supposed to be the drive through lane and the other lane for, you know, whatever reason, if someone needs to pull all the way around. Yeah. You have to leave that open. Definitely. I made that mistake once. I The people at Taco Bell said, hey, can you, you know, pull around to like the door and we'll bring your food out? And I'm like, all right, well, I turned it in. I, I was totally, I'm being a bit of a hypocrite here, but I was totally guilty of not realizing that people then leaving the drive through would have trouble getting around me. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, as soon as someone came behind me, I'm like, I'm an idiot and just pulled all the way around. But that's a big one, yeah. Otherwise, you know, just, just be courteous, be patient. Yesterday we went to Culver's for lunch, and um, it was really backed up, so they actually sent one of the attendants out to get your order. And then okay. when you got to the window or you got to the microphone, you just say, you know, I'm, I was Order 66, which I remember because I'm a Star Wars fan. I kill all the Jedi. Um I said, I'm order 66, and they just told me my total. That was a really quick way to do it. Oh, okay. All right, Mike's other question. He says, I'm out on Jack in the Box, or so I thought. However, they have a menu that only applies from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. It looks very good. They have a sriracha curly fry burger among some other really strong-looking items. Have you guys tried any of that stuff? I know they aren't really too common in Chicago, but I should I consider my status regarding J and the B <laughs> given this, that sounds dirty. I don't know why given this new discovery, I you called the, uh, the Jack in the box tacos, Mike, a sad excuse for a taco. Look, if you went to an authentic Mexican restaurant and you got a Jack in the box taco, you'd be troubled. However, for drive through non Mexican tacos, the Jack in the box taco is quite tasty. So don't knock it. But the Sriracha Curly Fry Burger, that sounds like something I would definitely try. Yeah, that, that sounds really good. That's intriguing sounding. I, I'm here for that type of innovation. Now, is the Jack in the Box taco better than the Burger King taco? They're very similar, like where it's sort of crispy yet somehow like soft, <laughs> like simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, it's very similar to the Burger King burger. The Jack in the Box one is better. I would say I would say that's better. Okay. When we went I, to Arizona... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if remember if it was Mitch Rosen or Dan McNeil from the score that really wanted Jack in the Box tacos, but we went, we got them, and I tried them. I'm like, okay, that was good. I could see someone craving that if it was something they've had many, many times in their life. You yeah. know? Yeah, I've never had Jack in the Box, so I cannot contribute to said conversation. So yeah, I, it's, it's fine. So I will just move on to Steve's question who asked, what is your go-to artificial flavored chip? He said his are chili cheese Fritos or the jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. That's a good question. I would. My first thought was the jalapeno chip. Okay. Any sort there's the, uh, the my favorite are the Jimmy John's jalapeno chips. Those are great. Um, Cruncher's brand is very similar. There's a brand called Kettle. That's just yeah. the name of the chip, and it's yep. like a green bag. With a red jalapeno on it, that's very good. So I think artificial flavored chips, uh, jalapeno is my go-to. I think Steve nailed it. I love the chili cheese Frito. It's so yes. good because Fritos just go with chili cheese dip so well. So why not, in that instance, just bring the chili cheese to the Frito? It is so satisfying. So, I yeah, I am 100% here for that. Yeah, that sounds really, really, really good. 
Um, I got one here from Seth. He says, you were talking about the origin of McNuggets. Yes, they were marketed as Chinese food, and I believe it even came with chopsticks. We talked about this last week, that I was having some sort of memory of, weren't they marketed this way? Weren't they marketed as Chinese food? Went back and found they were called Chicken McNuggets Szechuan. And some of the commercials, as you'd imagine, are very problematic in today's lens, where they had a very stereotypical-looking uh, Asian man with an with a stereotypical accent, you know, eating it. Uh, but they that was definitely the way that McNuggets were. I think it was 1987, 1988. That's how they were originally marketed. Um, did I say Szechuan? It's Shanghai. Chicken McNuggets Shanghai. Okay. And uh, they would come with chopsticks, and like that's why they have the sweet and sour sauce. That was the origin of that. That's how they were originally marketed. Then they just sort of went to, these are our chicken nuggets, right? But I, I knew I wasn't crazy. And then some people pointed out that there was a Mulan, um, and that's where the Szechuan sauce came from. That's true, but they're two different things. Okay. So, yes, when Mulan came out, there was a Mulan promotion, but originally they were marketed as Chinese food. By the way, Mulan, I think it's starting to get more credit, but it was underrated for a very long time. Never saw it. Really? Yeah, I've never That's seen true. that. That's... I've never seen um I never saw Pocahontas either. Huh. But I'm trying to think like they were so, similar so eras, so right? Okay. Yeah, that's like mid 90s. Yeah, so that would be I'd be in high school or college or so like Disney movies would just be like not on my radar at all. Yeah, no, that's that's but fair. Hmm, I, I find it interesting the, though that you're keeping all the uh, strong women characters from your daughter in Disney. What's the what's the what's with this? She, oh, she she's seen them. Oh, okay. there's no doubt about that. She's seen them for sure. I've not seen. And didn't a live action Mulan come out, or isn't it coming? I think it is coming out. I don't believe it's. It's harder to tell now now that there's like no theaters for people. Yeah, everything <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, I'm looking here. It postponed. Uh, the release date was supposed to be March. But it still looks like, as of two days ago, it's postponed. Okay. The, the live action looks awesome. We saw a um, we saw a preview for it for I think Star Wars, and it looked amazing. Uh, it looks like August twenty first for Mulan. Okay. If it comes out, it'll come out. But when it comes out, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. This one from Shy Town Hockey Pod. I feel like they know you probably more than they know me. Just <laughs> nah, guess. probably not. What fast food place? <laughs> is the best in terms of quality of meat. So we're talking the quality of the ingredients, not necessarily how it's prepared, but just like the best quality meat that they use. First thought for me is Wendy's. I'm thinking of their burgers are mm -hmm. thicker. They're beefier, right? Like just yes. looking at them, they look beefier. I, are they the ones that are never frozen? I believe. Too? Correct. Um, and their, uh, spicy chicken sandwich is definitely like a hearty piece of chicken. Like there's, you know, fiber to the meat. It's a, it's actual, it is an actual cut of chicken as opposed to the, what do they call it? The pink slime or whatever that yeah. McNuggets and those things are made of. This is an actual cut of chicken breast, uh, made into a sandwich. So I, I think if we're going with the, you know, the, the main fast food joints, I think Wendy's wins. And I, I'm going to say too. Taco Bell, that is real ground beef. Like it, it, it's not the most expensive meat in the world. Mm -hmm. But if you ever get any of their chicken products, like uh, the chicken quesadilla, those are good pieces of shredded shredded chicken too. So Taco Bell, even though it looks kind of gross, it's it's not it's not bad. It's pretty good. So I've taken advantage of the spicy chicken two for five twice in still the last, going. Oh, tw uh, twice yes. in the last week. So <laughs> I have made sure to take advantage of that. And of course, it's delicious. My initial thought was Culver's because I know it's yeah. not nationwide, but Culver, like everything I have there, whether it's the butter burger, whether it's the chicken, I've heard the fish is even really good from there. The fish is tremendous. Yeah. Like everything they have, it seems like it's just well thought out that they get quality ingredients so i would if we're just doing the main fast food places that are like nationwide then yes wendy's is the answer but if we allow culver's in culver's is the probably the only thing i'd put above wendy's well here's what you need to know about culver's is their fish is seasonal they don't have it i think they might have some like a basic like a cod fish sandwich or whatever it is year round mm -hmm. but they bring in the walleye and the perch 
seasonally because it is like fresh not fresh caught it's not like they went fishing and brought it to culver's but you know what i mean like as fresh as it can be for a place like that that walleye man it's 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 the same as having a meal in door county that's you know one of those fish fries it is absolutely fantastic it's not cheap cheaped out in any way it's it's pricey i think it's 13.99 for the uh the walleye dinner oh wow but it comes with like mashed potatoes it's got good sides to it that's it's terrific like i that that walleye dinner that they have it's usually around lent which makes sense because a lot of people cut out meat during lent Mm -hmm. um but it's if you like that kind of stuff don't hesitate to try it from culver's it's absolutely delicious all right i got one here uh from mike v he says hey guys uh oh, oh remember last week i talked about how i cooked chorizo and eggs yeah and had some trouble with the chorizo mike has some suggestions he says chorizo can be tricky because it's so fatty that you think you don't need extra fat to cook it but you do it also sounds like your pan was too hot preheat the pan to medium or medium high for a few minutes add some vegetable oil or bacon fat then cook the, cook the chorizo if you find it sticking just use a wooden spoon and scrape it as much as you can I like to add a little chicken stock or even water once it's nearly done to lift all the yummy charred bits off the pan. Not too much to make it soupy, but just like a quarter cup or so. Hmm. Add the liquid and stir and simmer until most of the liquid is evaporated. Enjoy. And next time, make a runny fried egg with your taco. The runny yolk over the chorizo is fantacular. That's a great suggestion. So, yeah, if you missed last week's episode, I was trying to um, make, you know, scrambled eggs and chorizo tacos. And I just could not, I kept burning the chorizo and I, I thought I actually ruined the pan, but cause I said, it's such an oily meat anyway, that adding any more fat was going to be a problem, but I'm glad that Mike corrected me. So now I know how to cook chorizo and I'll try it again this weekend. Yeah. That's, I love that. It's really specific too. And how he, you know, he idiot proofed that in his explanation, because that's, that's really good stuff. All right. This one's from Aris, and this is this one we're going to need to stretch the legs a little bit on, I think. All right. I'm ready. What is your ultimate collaborative build-a-pizza? Oh. So each part can be from a different place. All right. Do we need to set some parameters here? Are we talking about, you know, are we using only chain pizza places? Are we doing, are we allowing local mom-and-pop shops or, you know what I mean? I mean, or what are the rules yeah. we're going to go by here, Rick? I, th- I think we can go local because, like, especially with pizza, I mean, we're in the hub of it. So, yeah. and we've Hello. spoken about the pl- <laughs> Hello. We've spoken about <laughs> so many of the different places anyway that I think I think it's fair game. All right. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah. All right. Uh, for my crust, I'm going with Los Angeles Pizza, 95th in California. Uh, with the sauce... Good amount of sauce, a little bit spicy, good amount of oregano. I'm going to go with Los Angeles Pizza, 95th in California. Now, when we get to the sausage, this is really important. I'm going to go with Los Angeles Pizza, 95th in California. And then with the cheese, this one was tough. I had to decide between Los Angeles Pizza and Los Angeles Pizza. Mm. And I'm going to ultimately decide <laughs> with Los Angeles Pizza. That's It was a tough call, but that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, Los Angeles Pizza 95. There's nothing wrong with it. It is, to me, the perfect pizza. I wouldn't change a thing about it. And I could add their sausage to someone else's pizza, but I'm just going to be like, why? I'd rather just have Los Angeles. To me, it is, if there was a pizza made for me, it's from Los Angeles. So I know that's lame. If you want me to do the chain pizza thing just to play along, I can do that. But I really, to me, that is the perfect slice of pizza for me. Wow. I'm sorry for being a a dick about this but now when you I, when you lying. get this I, would, yeah. I think we should we this is the spot where we should get to uh get to your incident this week because you had the twitter account <laughs> yes. at i'm fat pod like just going because of the what ended up being not so controversial question of <laughs> should do you have to say with cheese when you're ordering a pizza Yes, uh, this is a thing that my wife and I get into all the time. It, it's she'll if she orders, she'll say, "I want a large pizza, half cheese, which is plain, mm-hmm. and half cheese and sausage." You don't need to say cheese and sausage. It's right. a pizza. The cheese is implied. If you ordered a pizza and said, "Give me a sausage pizza, a large sausage pizza." 
and showed up and the pizza had no cheese on it, that would be a mistake. You wouldn't be like, oh, man, I should have said cheese. Right. No. No one would say that. So our voters chimed in. We had almost 1,500 votes, which I think might be the biggest non-March um, Fatness total we've ever had on a poll. I think so. 86.4% of you said no. It is not required to say cheese when you're ordering uh, pizza. So thank you for being on the right side of history. I'm Fat Podcast Voters. Uh, I, I just It's unnecessary. If you want no cheese, you say no cheese. Right. Right, I want a I want a sausage pizza, you know, no cheese. But you don't say cheese and sausage. Everybody knows that. Right now, I could I could I give a little bit of leeway to if it's going to be half cheese and half of a topping. I give a little bit of leeway to say like half cheese, half sausage. Like if you say it like that, I can. Yeah, that's I, what that's I, what I I'm saying. That. Yeah. If if you're doing half, you say half cheese, half sausage, not half cheese and half cheese and sausage. Correct. Yeah. Like yeah. I now my dad when he would order. If it was like, let's say it's that order, he would just say, "I want a large pizza, half sausage." Correct. And so, I would know as a as a pizza taking person, mm-hmm. as an order taking person, there's got to be a better word for that. Yes. <laughs> the order taker person at the pizza place, uh, I would know that the other half is implied cheese. Correct. Yeah. Like, well, I worked at Papa John's. I took orders all the time, and. There were a few people that said, you know, no cheese. And, you know, you get all the varieties. People will say half cheese, half cheese and sausage like that. Whatever. That just happens. But, yeah, unless specifically said no cheese, I imply the cheese was implied and never had a complaint about that in the three years ish that I worked there. So I think that's to me. That. It's when I hear that it's, it's jarring. Yes. And I feel like if I was a if I was a pizza worker, I would I would just roll my eyes every time I heard it. Like, yes, of course you want cheese. Like, I know you want cheese. Stop right. saying it. This is one of the. This is what such a typical marriage, <laughs> like argument to have, where it's so unimportant. And like, who truly cares? It's it's literally one word in a series of 150 when placing an order. But it just every time I hear it, I cringe. Like, oh, I know they know that they know I want cheese. Don't have to say I want cheese. Damn it. Rick, you have not built your ultimate pizza yet. Correct. So, all right. So what I'm going to do is for my crust, I'm going to Gulliver's in Oak Brook because of just how how light it is, but it has the crust. It's substantial. I'm here for that. For the sauce, I'm going right down the street from where I'm at. On Main in Lombard is Genorio's. And that sauce is there. There's a lot of contenders for sauce. Gulliver's is up there. Lou's is up there. But mm, in Lou's ter- is good. Lou's is good. But I'm going to go with Genorio's because I don't know. It's just unique as well. So I'm here for that. Again, with the cheese, there's a lot of contenders. But for the sake of having something different, I'm going with Roma D's in Warrenville on Route 59 because the pizza that. I always get with my family when we're over when I'm over there. It's just like it's a thick cheese, but it like pulls enough and and it doesn't it I don't know. Like sometimes when there's large amounts of cheese, it can feel a little cumbersome, but with theirs yeah. it just doesn't. It's like got that just light enough feeling to it. It's so good. And since I always go pepperoni, I'm getting Lou Malnati's pepperoni on top because it's really hard to beat the Lou Malnati's pepperoni. It's not super thick, but it's not burned to a crisp. So that's the perfect spot for me. So once again, Gulliver's Crust, Genorio's Sauce, Roma D's Cheese, Lou Malnati's Pepperoni. That is my ultimate pizza. It sounds really good, but I will stand by my pick of Los Angeles in every category. It's just my favorite. Um, and I, look, I, I we've talked about this before, but when you bring friends to a place that you really like, there's always that nervousness, like, oh, God, I hope they like it. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not wrong. Like, I hope, you know what I mean? When I, I walk in, you know, the the, the gif of, uh, or gif, whatever you call it, of Vince McMahon, like, strutting down the aisle. Yes. <laughs> That's me walking into Los Angeles with friends. Like, let's go. You're about to be blown away. Sit down. Order it and let's just wait happily, and uh, and you're going to be thrilled when you taste this for the first time. Every time I go there, I burn my mouth because I just can't wait. 
Like, I, I would literally crawl in the oven to take a bite if I could. I had to drive two of them home last week. Yeah. Because we were having friends over for pizza. And it's like a half hour from my house to Los Angeles. And I'm driving home. I'm just, like, looking at the pizza box like, I could probably sneak a piece. Like, I don't want to be rude. Like, we're having company. I don't want to be rude. Then uh, I get home, and they're not there yet. And I'm like, <laughs> Hope's like, just have a piece. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> just tore into the pizza and had a couple pieces. I felt bad, but I, I'm sorry. I could not wait anymore. I feel that same way when, so this past football season, I took Herb and his girlfriend, Courtney, uh, to an NIU football game and made sure that Herb had Pizza Pro's cheese nuggets for the first time. And now Herb is a truther on it as well. Of all the things you talk about on this podcast, yes, that is the thing I want to try the most. That that to me is the most appealing. The 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 Pizza Pro's mm-hmm. nuggets. That, well, that's I mean, me, like if we're oh. ever if there's ever a reason to go to DeKalb or you know if hey football's ever allowed to happen again with people in the stands and it's safe, uh, we could make a truck out to do that. Just might be, be a hot minute. Maybe we could do a remote from Pizza Pros. Ooh, that'd be good. Or there's the other place around there. The Junction is the diner or fatties. I mean, you got three staples of that food community. And well, there's I, at least three meals in a day, so I'm down. That's true. And the Junction breakfast is very well known. So there we go. A Sounds day into Cal. Yeah. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired sports commentator Dick Vitale. Tonight's matchup is me versus an ugly fender bender. If I can eat out a win, it would be a miracle, baby. Um, Mr. Vitale, it wouldn't be a miracle because Geico gives you a team of experts to help manage your claim. That's going to be a nail biter. Nope. The Geico team is there for you 24-7. Now that's a dipsy dude, the guru of a claims team. Geico is awesome, baby, with a capital A. Geico. Great service without all the drama. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's. Got an email here from Greg. He says, Dear Jay and Rick, tonight my wife is making homemade biscuits and sausage gravy, to which I will top with pulled pork shoulder I smoked with hickory and pecan for 11 hours. Good Lord. For a side, I will make fresh hash browns topped with Valentina hot sauce. It's a healthy side because it's potatoes and peppers. <laughs> Lastly, I had a wonderful discovery today. A local ice cream shop where I live has banana cream pie ice cream. This is hard to find at ice cream places. First time to try this place. Ever since DQ got rid of the banana cream pie blizzard, I've been on the hunt for a similar flavor. The vanilla wafers bits define happiness. I'm half tempted to ask them how much they'd want for a tub. I had banana cream pie ice cream the other day. I was in, I think, Morgan Park. And the name of the place was... um, Oh my god! I, we we just kind of found it randomly. Ohana, maybe it was something Hawaiian, and mm. they had Hershey's ice cream. Like that was the brand. It was like on the door and everything. And they had banana cream pie ice cream, and I got it, and it was amazing. The other thing Greg wants to say here, and by the way, your dinner with the pulled pork and the biscuits and gravy and the uh, Valentina hot sauce hash browns—that sounds like a good last meal. That's yeah. that sounds incredible. But he he also went uh, goes on to add. He thanks us for the recommendation on Dr. Squatch, and he says he looks forward to showering tonight unless, of course, he passes out on the couch from playing MLB The Show again. That's fine. And, Greg, uh, thank you for ordering Dr. Squatch. You guys have really responded uh, with tons of orders to Dr. Squatch. I am blown away. Rick, we've sold 10 more since our last podcast, which is absolutely unreal. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. Like we've said since day one, uh, we will not endorse something we don't believe in, and Dr. Squatch is something I believe in very very much it literally changed the condition and health of my skin and hair in the course of a couple days uh not only am i an endorser i am a subscriber i still pay for the product go to drsquatch.com enter that promo code i'm fat and you will save on your order and support the podcast 
Top right corner, you're going to see the Squatch Quiz. Fill that out, and it will direct you as to what products will be best for you. Uh, I recommend the Pine Tar Soap. I've also really liked the Aloe, which is absolutely wonderful smelling. It is the best smell in the world. I literally will make noises when I lather on the Aloe Soap, like, oh, you smell so good about myself. I'm turned on by myself, damn it. (laughs) So join Squatch Nation. Get yourself some thick bricks. Go to DrSquatch.com. Use that promo code I'mFat. You will save. You will help the podcast. Make sure you add $20 to your cart. I would recommend those two soaps for sure. And you're going to want to get the hair care kit and get yourself a soap saver because, you know, you're paying a uh, it, it's a it's a premium quality item. So it's a little more expensive than what you're going to find at the department store or the uh, Target or whatever. So you're going to want those soap bars to last. So get yourself that soap saver. It's a good investment to protect yours with Dr. Squatch. So DrSquatch.com. Use that promo code. I'm fat. All right. This question comes from our guy, Rush Schneider, the unofficial producer of the podcast. Yes. Back off furlough after suggesting Oreo thins. Yeah. Fair. You just, you know, we had to have principles there. And then, then there were more people, by the way, that were actually backing them up. I saw this on social media. People that are fans of the podcast backing up on the Oreo thins. You blocked them all, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can. Okay, while good. after saying that, I can actually. Before I read his question, I actually have a recommendation for something that is not wholly unhealthy, which is rare. Eh, I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> last week for Father's Day was that last weekend or two weekends ago? Two I don't even. Ago, right? Okay, sure. It doesn't matter. I, I, no, it was last weekend. You're right. Last oh, weekend. Okay. So I was at my father-in-law's house and we had one of those like, you know, the little cheese and meat tray and the uh, cracker that was there was a Triscuit four cheese and herb. Okay. Dude, really good. It sounds good. It's yeah, really good. Hold on. Let me pull. I have actually... I may have a bag of them right here. Let me pull pull the thing out to see if it says what cheeses it is. <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Simply yellow. I'll kill time while Rick finds his uh, Let's crackers. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Four cheese and herb. Natural flavor with whatever. Don't care about the natural flavor part. Okay. Wheat. Whatever. Uh, it doesn't even say what that is horrible what are you doing here triscuit cheese flavored powder pretty much <laughs> it, but it's the triscuit four cheese and herb ignore the fact that it's whole grain wheat we don't care about that we care about the fact that it's delicious and very good with when you pair it with summer sausage which is what i did that's right. a great combination so, that sounds really good yeah triscuit four cheese and herb all right All right, what does Russ have for us? All right, Russ's question is, what would be your ultimate Ben and Jerry's flavor? Ooh, I like this. I like this a lot. While I think about this, I just tried a flavor with chips. Man, what is it called? Ben and Jerry's? It's Chip Happens. Okay, that's it. It's called Chip Happens. Let me tell you about this while I think about this. Okay. Inside the ice cream. Now, you've had the ice cream that has little pieces of uh, potato chips in it, right? Like, you that's it's been done, a chocolate-covered chip. You've had it before. Okay. Yeah. Chip Happens has, here's the description, a cold mess of chocolate ice cream with fudge chips and crunchy potato chip swirls. So, in the middle of the ice cream, there is a chunk of of swirled potato chip goo for lack of a better word it's like a it is truly potato chip swirl i'm like that's gross my aunt actually bought this and my mom's like i don't want this you have it i'm like i'll try it whatever and there is a layer so you could literally have an entire spoonful of just potato chip swirl i don't know how they did it but it was really really good it sounds gross the concept sounds nasty and i didn't realize what it meant until like i had something on my spoon i'm like wait a minute was that like all potato chip 
That's what it was. I couldn't believe it. Had I read it and seen it, I probably would not have tried it. But because I did, I was really impressed. The Chips Happens was really good. All right, but as for my uh, perfect ice cream, give me just a vanilla base. Mm -hmm. There's got to be marshmallow. Marshmallow must be involved in my ice cream for the most part. So give me like a marshmallow fluff swirl throughout. Okay. Give me some fudge swirl in there as well. Yeah. And I need some sort of cookie in there too for a little bit of crunch, a little bit of texture. Give me like a crumble up chips ahoy cookie. I know most people would go with the Oreo, but because I've got the marshmallow, because I've got the fudge, give me the little change of pace with either some cookie dough, like big chunks of cookie dough, or uh, like a crumbled up Chips Ahoy cookie. That would be my ultimate ice cream. But the key for me is that marshmallow swirl. That That is what makes it great. I like it. I'm here for that. I would, yeah, I would absolutely eat that. No, I could eat a tub no of marshmallow fluff in a sitting. <laughs> See, I like marshmallow fluff, and oh, I do I think it. it's a good accent to ice cream because it's just a little—it's similar but a little off from it. But the way you feel about marshmallow is the way I feel about caramel. So for me, if you just take the Americone Dream, where it's vanilla base with the fudge-covered waffle pieces or waffle cone pieces. That would probably be a little better than a regular waffle piece, although not bad. And caramel swirl. If you yeah. just added a, a fudge swirl to that too, that's perfect. Mm. Like I, I want to try so many more Ben and Jerry's flavors, but then Stephen Colbert is just staring at me. And I'm like, well, I, I, I get it, man. Like It's see, tough to say no to you. That's me with the milk and cookies because it's pretty much perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, let me find this one that they used to have. And I know you're going to roll your eyes because, oh, it's Dave Matthews Band and it's why you like it. Bleh. But it's One Sweet World was the name of the ice cream, W-H-I-R-L-E-D, which is a play on the Dave Matthews song, One Sweet World, W-O-R-L-D. This is retired. It was out from 02 to 04. Caramel and coffee ice creams with marshmallow and caramel swirls and coffee-flavored fudge chips. I know you don't like coffee. Right. I was also not a coffee drinker. Until you had like that 2013? ice cream. <laughs> no, it, like even after that, like nine years later, I started drinking coffee. I think 2013 is when I started becoming someone who had a coffee regularly. This was my favorite ice cream when it was out. It was great. It was a great mix. The um, the coffee taste w was subtle. It wasn't like overpowering, like taking a bite of coffee grounds by any means. But that's pretty close to what I'm describing. That sort of sounds like you and I, if we were to make an ice cream together. What it would sound like, and I know you're you would kind of roll your eyes at the coffee part of it, but I'm telling you, um, delicious, really, really good. All right, I've got one here from Steph. She says she's got two actually. Uh, the first one is if you had to eat a dip off of someone, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I already said marshmallow fluff. It's a little sticky, but I'll make do. Rick. <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting because you don't want something that's got too much texture. Well, and, and can we specify that this can be because I'm I'm worried about the hair factor here. If it's like off of each other, then there's the hair factor. That's not great. But if we're just talking like, let's say our wives, then the hair thing is nowhere near as much of a factor. So then I can open up my thought process here to I'll go oh chili cheese dip. Oh, I love a good chili cheese dip. Oh, boy. All right. We asked and answered. Uh, <laughs> our, our, our second question you is picked something and this, stickier than I did. I know, That's but it's good. It's but I'm I'm really focused on the food. Not so much the, the other thing. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll get to that. Let me finish the fluff. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steph's other question is rank ice cream adaptations of candy. So we're talking oh, frozen Twix, Snickers, frozen Twix. Yeah. I I don't know if I can rank them because I haven't had them all. So this right. could be a project for down the road. But this is a recommendation. And Steph actually told me about this. Frozen Twix? Have you had a frozen Twix? Yes. Anything caramel frozen is incredible. Oh, that is Rolos? awesome. And it's also bigger than a Twix, which is important. 
that was amazing. I that I because I bought so this week I I looked at Hope with more love than I ever have. Uh, maybe our wedding day was like the second most compared to this. She goes, "Hey, you're going shopping. Can you bring home various ice cream sundries?" I'm like, "Nice." What specifically? She's like, "Well, ice cream candy bars." Ice cream sandwiches, bring home some drumsticks. I'm like, you are the hottest woman ever right now. <laughs> so I brought home ice cream sandwiches with chocolate chips because, nice. you know, you got to soup it up. Right. Um, uh, ice cream Snickers, ice cream Twix. Mm-hmm. And then it was a variety pack of drumsticks with Nestle Crunch uh, chocolate shell on it. Instead of nice. like the peanut shell, it was yeah. Nestle Crunch, dude. And it came with plain vanilla. And then they had one that, like, the ice cream was filled with fudge, like, mm-hmm. throughout the cone, and one that's filled with caramel throughout the cone. You got to find those, Rick. Yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. So good. But the frozen Twix, mm-hmm. unreal. So if you have suggestions wait, so this on... Was just, wait, so this yeah. was just a regular Twix that was for... Or are you talking, like, the, no, no. the, the ice cream Twix? Yeah. That, okay, okay, okay. Twix ice cream. Right, yes. right, right. So, yeah, I should, I should have been clear on that. Like, you've, everyone's had the Snickers ice cream bar. Mm-hmm. This is the Twix ice cream. Oh bar. yeah, it's in I've your had frozen that, section, I've had that many more times than oh. I'd like to admit. So so good. Maybe my favorite, you know, candy ice cream treat mm-hmm. that I've ever had, and I had it for the first time this week. Unbelievable. Yeah, I love the fact of how smooth it is too, because it's not like the chunkier caramel; it's a real smooth caramel. Yeah, that's that is the the one of ones in that realm for me. A hundred percent. Now, yes. one thing I've seen that. I have zero interest in is I've seen Sour Patch Kid ice cream. Yeah, no. Keep that away from me. I love both of those things individually, but no. I talk about separation of church and state on this podcast more than it makes sense. And that is an instance where it 100% makes sense. Yeah, no, I'm I'm out on that. That's no. no. Okay. And you're right. I, I like those things too, but I'm no. Okay, this question from Sean. Are you in or out on the Stouffer's mac and cheese on tap uh, dispenser? Yes. <laughs> so much so that I went and bought Stouffer's mac and cheese that day. Did you really? Yes, because I wanted awesome. to taste it. It's been forever since I've had it. Um, it's actually still in the freezer. I got to get to it later this week. But I'm da- the only the only question for me on this is the execution. And if you haven't seen this, the Stouffer's Twitter account put it out there. They're developing a dispenser for mac and cheese, and it looks like I was sort of wondering, like, where would this go? It looks like something that would be in a gas station, like next to the nacho cheese dispenser. Yeah, it's got like kind of a tap handle on it. You pull it out, and it's apparently going to dump mac and cheese in a bowl or something that's supplied there. I'm down. I'll try it. I'd be. Really... I just wonder how they keep the pasta fresh. That's the thing, the keeping the pasta fresh, and also by nature of it, I would worry it'd be really runny. So yeah. that's something that, that worries me a little bit, but I definitely give it a spin. It also sounds like the kind of thing that if I worked at a place that had this, it would make me quit because I'm not cleaning that thing. Right. That sounds like a nightmare to clean. Yes, it does. Ugh. All right, I got one here from Mike. He says, not sure if either of you have been to Empire in Naperville. It's a burger place, and they have an appetizer called Burger Cigars that I would actually just eat as my entree. It's actually a burger and an egg roll. It's an it's Angus beef with pimento cheese, chili garlic aioli, green onion, and a spring roll. They're absolutely delicious. What other sandwiches do you think would be good in this form? Wow, that Dude, sounds I've tremendous. I've had this. Okay, because I so I was out with uh, a couple with one of my best friends, and Naperville's a logical meeting point for us. And we went there, and for one thing, it's a huge building. It's a gorgeous building. So go to Empire if you can. It's like right on the Riverwalk, essentially, in uh, in Naperville. And, yeah, it was, from what I remember, it was delicious. They have, like, really good stuff on their menu. We also had the Empire Tots, mm. which is essentially just, like, tots with cheese with bacon cheddar green onions sunny side up egg and there's a habanero ranch drizzle of course i avoided the egg like the plague but other than that it was yeah like everything they have there looks really good sounds really good i'm looking up the menu to see if i can remember which uh which burger i got and oh i got the gronk 
Double <laughs> pa- double patty, cheddar, fried onions, bacon, beer, barbecue drizzle. Come on. Yep, that sounds good. I'm trying to find this. There's a place in Wrigleyville called Deuces, and they had a Philly cheesesteak egg roll. Yeah, well, wasn't there, what what was the place that brought those to the station? That's them. Oh, okay. That's them. Yep, yep. The Philly cheesesteak egg roll. And then also, um, uh, oh, wait, no. That wasn't Deuces. They have the lobster uh, egg roll. That was, um, where's the place we had the luncheons, the Cubs luncheons? Oh. Oh, Oh, God. Well, it's not my job to know anymore. Um. It's a chain steak place. Damn it. Hang on. Hang on. It's going to come to me. Boy, I'm like, like all the uh, all the stuff's about divorce on the wallpaper. I don't know if I was ever actually you. You look it up. I'm going to look at this menu a little bit more because good (laughs) Lord. I mean, I'm looking at these burgers at Empire. It's Empire Burgers and Brew. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to think of what my my wife would have had. She might have. Okay, so there's the Empire Burger, 50-50 bacon burger, egg, spring mix, cream cheese, green onion, maple bourbon syrup. Oh, yeah. All right, that mm. sounds good. I got Del Frisco's. Del that's Frisco's, the name of the place. yeah. Del Frisco's, yes. That, that's who has the uh, the Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Oh, so good. So nice. good, so good. Okay, hold on. Now, I, now, I'm, now I'm looking at this. Okay, they got a brisket sandwich. A steak sandwich. This is problematic. I'm gonna have to go back to this place again when I feel better about going places. I'm trying to remember the other thing we had. Might have been. Oh, I think we had the poutine fries, mm. cheese curds, cheddar gravy, bacon, and sour cream. Yes, that's that's really good. Um, open outcry and um, Mount Greenwood has uh, poutine fries and are delicious. Those are so good. As if fries aren't bad enough, we're gonna cover them in gravy and cheese. Yeah. Enjoy. Okay, so this question's from Matt. What is your standard order for evaluating a sandwich shop? Oh, okay. So are, I'm assuming we're talking like sub sandwiches. Yeah, that that's kind of how I took it. Yeah, mine is basically like the ham turkey cheese, whatever they call it at that place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll have bacon. I think uh, Jimmy John's calls it the country club. Uh, I forget what Jersey Mike's calls it, but that, to me, that's basic. That's where you're getting... A good indication of the quality of the meat, um, you know, those sort of things. The portions are a good indicator there. You're going to get some lettuce and tomato. Some people like mayo, not me. I think that's that's a pretty good base order for if you're trying a new sandwich place and you know, you know, all right, if I have this and it's not great, it's not going to be terrible, mm-hmm. that would be my go-to, the turkey, ham, and cheese, whatever name it has at that particular place. Mine is an Italian because, you know, that's pretty much what I get at every place anyway. And every sandwich place has to have some version of an Italian. And one thing that makes the Italian different than necessarily your type of sandwich that you're looking into is that it could have a bit of variety in, a, in ingredients, too. So seeing what they put on their Italian, I think that part of it is interesting and up for evaluation as well. That, that would be my second. Um, if it's a place that's highly recommended... Like you've been telling me to go to um, what's the sub place you keep telling me about? Penn the one Station. In Lombard. Yes. It, it, so if I know it's a highly recommended place, I'll be a little more daring, mm-hmm. uh, and I think an Italian would be what I would go there. But if it's a place I'm truly unsure of, the the ham, turkey, and cheese would be it. All right. By the way, I got to follow up something from last week. Okay. Uh, Tobias recommended men's Hanes X Temp mesh underpants. Okay. Ordered. Absolutely loved them. Loved them so much, I ordered a second pa- second package nice. of them. Uh, so they're mesh. You know, so they got, like, kind of the athletic short material, but they're boxer briefs, so they're nice and snug. Mm-hmm. Keep your keep everything where it needs to be. It's been an oppressively hot week this week. I had a lot of outside time and car time this weekend. Never felt an ounce of discomfort. This is not a paid endorsement. This is just me telling you. The Hanes... X temp lightweight mesh stripe boxer brief. That's what it says on Amazon. Uh, it was like fourteen ninety nine for four of them. Highly, highly recommended. Thank you to our underpants correspondent Tobias for the recommendation. Now for the question. Next question from Austin. 
He says, have you ever been out to eat with your normie friends and notice everyone else is getting a take-home box, so you slow down and get one, then you wind up just going home and finishing it, or is it just my dumbass? <laughs> Austin, really I good. eat so fast that I don't notice the people around me. Um, I treat eating like a task, and I don't know why. Like, I have to finish it quickly. I don't know what the deal is. I think part of it is I don't like my hands being dirty. Uh, I am always, 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 always the first person done at my table. It never fails. See, I'm not. I used to be a lot quicker eater than I am now because uh, my wife is a notoriously slow eater. So I think just by the nature of when we were out on dates and just now, you know, like every day trying to not finish, you know, before she's halfway done with her food, I've slowed down. But like my version of slowing down is not when I'm out in public is not so I have something to take home. It's so I don't finish faster than everybody. Like, that's my goal. It's like a close second in uh, The Incredibles when Dash is not trying to win at the end. They keep telling him from the crowd, you know, close second, close second. That's <laughs> what I do. That's me. So, yeah, that's exactly what I end up doing. I need to be better about that. I need to eat slower. I need to in- indulge a little bit. I actually had my first meal out, like sitting outside having the meal fresh i think i've talked to you about lassens and homewood before oh yeah which i've been is to like, with you yeah you've been that's right you've been to lassens with me okay so they are we were like really really nervous about it like okay like they've been open for a while i guess they're doing okay we walked up there like okay if it looks bad or if it looks too crowded we're gonna walk away because we did actually one day we got bone of beef and ate outside but it was way too close so we literally packed up and like went and sat in our car and ate because we just we're just not there yet mm-hmm. walk up to lassens they just emptied out their parking lot, put in a tent. All the seats were probably like 10, 15, uh, you know, feet apart. Walk up. There's a guy like, how's it going? How are you feeling today? Feeling fine. Reads through. Do you have any of these symptoms? No. Okay. He's got a, a thermometer for our foreheads, like wow. the one you can point name, not like a touch one, but it's, you know, infrared or whatever. Takes everybody's temperature. Great. He says, okay, you have to keep your masks on until you're sitting at your table. If you have to get up from your table, please put your mask back on. We ask that you don't pull any chairs to your table. You don't combine tables, anything like that. If you have to go to the restroom, let one of us know. We will make sure that the path from here to the bathroom is empty and you will be in the building by yourself. They did such a tremendous job. Then the food came. Food on a tray. They put the tray on like a you know a serving tray Mm -hmm. and they say okay you remove the food yourself we're not going to touch your plates so great i pick up mine pick up hopes pick up addies we all they never touched our food i felt so safe and so secure and it was so great rick to have a meal that was hot and fresh and the fries were crispy and the pop was cold and everything was perfect it's like it's funny it's the little things that you sort of took for granted before all this happened that when you have them again you're going to appreciate so much more so oh man it was so great to get out and if so if you're from this area you know the homewood flossmore uh, chicago heights area and you've been on the fence about going somewhere to eat lassens they are doing a tremendous job now this was before phase four where a lot of places opened up the actual restaurant i'm not sure if lassens has done that yet or not but when it was strictly outdoor dining, I could not have been more pleased. I actually felt like, wow, they're almost going beyond what they need to do. And that really gave us peace of mind. That was really great. So I've got one more question uh, before we go. But, you know, we spent a lot of time so far on this podcast talking about like quality of ingredients, quality of service that I do want to bring up where we get support from. And that's Manscaped, who's the best in men's below the belt grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology, technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Now I'm, I'm not joking when I say that the quality is really, really good because before I had tried manscaped, I was like, Oh, okay. You know, it's your grooming down there. It's just kind of be an afterthought from time to time. But they put all the time and effort into it. So that's why there's a lawnmower 3.0 right now. It took them 18 months to get everything perfect. And it's their third generation trimmer. It features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. 
Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. It's really nice to be able to, you know, go about your day, go about your routine, and not have the extra worry about that when it comes to your trimmer. So just knowing that they perfectly make it so to avoid those nicks is really great. They've also upgraded the motor to 7,000 RPM with quiet stroke technology. So that way, it's just a more subtle sound while you're in there doing your thing in the bathroom. And it doesn't sound like a chainsaw. No, it doesn't sound. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't sound like a chainsaw. You're not broadcasting to the world what you're doing in there, which is always appreciated. One thing that I, I appreciate is that in the shower works just fine. The fact that it has an LED light on it. So light is clutch. Yeah, because if you have everything closed and then the, you know, the light can't get to maybe the exact angle you need in that moment, you have the LED light. It helps you out big time and they also have the other products like the crop preserver which is your deodorant for down there your crop revival which is just kind of a quick spritz for later in the day and you can get all of that in the perfect package along with the toiletry bag and the per and the performance underwear so if you go to manscape.com use promo code i'm fat you'll get 20 percent off and free shipping that is huge. The value of getting all those items together in the perfect package is pretty immense to begin with. Then take the 20% off, plus you get the free shipping. It makes it worth your while. Absolutely. Listen, the Lawnmower 3.0 lasts up to 90 minutes too. So you don't have to worry about charging it for a long time. But then when you do, you have the charger right there for you. They give it to you. It's really subtle. But looks nice too. So if it's sitting out and someone, you know, goes in the bathroom and just sees it sitting there, like, oh, that looks pretty nice. It looks professional. It's safe for you. It looks good. You're benefiting everybody here. Get the perfect package or at least the lawnmower 3.0. And once again, use the promo code I'm fat for 20% off and free shipping. All right, Jay, last question here is from Cassie. Have you ever been caught in a fat situation? that you were ashamed of or embarrassed by? Um, any I'm willing to share? Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Oh, boy. There was a time... Oh, God. I can't believe I'm sharing this, but I was at my fattest in college because um, I was in college. And mm-hmm. what you do in college is eat and drink and take naps three times a day, and that's basically it. Uh, there was a time where I had like something on my stomach was bothering me. I think it was ultimately an ingrown hair. And I was in my dorm room and I was holding my, you've seen the uh, gif of uh, what, what's her name? Um, Honey boo boo. Yeah. Like looking at her belly, mm-hmm. right? Like turning up her belly and looking at, that's what I was doing. So I had my belly in my hands, like a giant burger and I lifted. So my belly button was facing my face so I can see underneath my fat roll to yep. see what the hell it was that was causing me such discomfort. And as I was doing that, one of the absolute hottest girls in the history of Lewis University was walking down the hallway and she caught me. And instead of quickly letting go of my stomach and pulling my shirt down, I just stood there in horror, belly in hand, <laughs> pointed at my face <laughs> with my mouth agape, like, uh, so yeah, that. It came to mind quickly when I was asked that question. We don't hold much back on this podcast, so there you go. There it is, nice and honest for you. I'm trying to th- I don't know that I have anything quite that severe. I know I've had instances of being caught with the secret stash of food that you have at the house. <laughs> You're under the bed sub sandwich. Yeah, or my <laughs> Target bag that was under my desk that had the Trisket in it. Which really, the Triscuit isn't something to be ashamed of, but maybe it was the two boxes of Milk Duds, the thing of Swedish fish, and what was the other thing in there that, I, I don't know, there was something else in there that I ate yesterday that I already forgot about, that if I, I have been caught with those either by Colleen or by when I was living at home by my mom, or really in college, nobody cared because everybody was drunk anyway, or sleeping. Right. So I'm trying to think of, I think I, did I get a clap one time from, or no, I had, no, no. You got the clap? No, sorry, not that clap. I was thinking, (laughs) boy, that's a, that's an all timer. 
No, I was thinking the clap of like fat versus sex. <laughs> yeah, right. Fat versus rest of body where you can kind of okay. get some noises there. But no, oh, I actually yeah. think I've had I had a time where I was chafing so bad I couldn't even hide it anymore. And just did the street, like, I just didn't care. I had to do the waddle back from the music building to my place. And I wasn't even, like, that big in college. But this was, like, full day band camp rehearsal and outside for probably six hours. And I just couldn't take it anymore. No stop in the middle to be able to, you know, powder up or anything like that. So... I That's just rough. I just had I waddled home and shockingly nobody else in my section followed me with their tuba. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, man. The hot the hot days outside and you're like, should I wear jeans or shorts? And you make the wrong decision and you don't have your ex temp hanes on. Yeah, yeah I would say it's for me it's more the type of underwear. Because yeah, you gotta it get was, those yeah. I was wearing I think I was wearing regular boxers at the time instead of boxer oh, briefs, and that huge was a mistake. Yep, that was the mistake. Well, see, that's the beauty of these ones that I ordered, these Hanes ones, is like they're somewhere between normal boxer briefs and compression shorts. Nice. Because compression shorts, they do the job of keeping everything tight and you're not going to chafe, mm-hmm. but nothing breathes. These are super breathable. I'm telling you, Rick, highly recommended. Again, not a, not a sponsor, not a partner, just I believe in the product very, very much. Um, before we wrap up, can I do something real quick? Go for it. Today is, uh, for those of you that don't know, my sister passed away in january of 2017 she had uh, epilepsy and uh she passed away very unexpectedly very tragically she's only 36 years old um my dad was the one who found her when she didn't show up to work and was not answering her phone um so as you can imagine quite a traumatic moment for my family uh, especially my dad and my mom today would have been her 40th birthday so i just want to say um that it's been very strange these last three plus years um, where it doesn't really, you know, people say like, oh, you know, with time, it'll get easier. It hasn't really gotten easier. I would say maybe I feel sad less frequently, but that void, man, is it's there a lot. And especially like in the summer out at parties, not that that's happening now, but like just seeing people thinking about your family, that void is really felt. So um, just take a minute today and, and, you know, even if you're having some frustrations with your wife or your kid or your aunt or uncle or mom and dad or whatever just take a second tell them you love them and uh you know because you never know when that last chance is going to be and i didn't get a last chance to say goodbye to my sister um you know it's not my fault and no one would have expected that but uh just you never know so make sure you take a moment and even if you have trouble saying it out loud make sure you show it because you never know when that last opportunity is going to be and i think another thing too is like just um Try to be on good terms as much as you can. I know mm-hmm. the way things are going these days make that difficult, and, and some things are beyond reconciliation, and I understand that. But, um, again, you never know what's going to happen, so just uh, take care of yourself. Let people know that you care about them, and uh, if you're on medication, make sure you take those pills. That's all I'll say. Don't don't uh, don't slack on those things. They were prescribed to you for a reason, and, uh, you know, they help. So, that's it. That's all I want to say. I just I'd feel remiss if I didn't say anything on this day. Mm-hmm. June 29th is a day that sort of looms for me every year because um, I don't really know how I'm going to feel or how my parents are going to feel or anything like that. And, and really, for me, I know I'm OK. Therapy has been really good for me. I've uh, seen a therapist pretty much since it happened, and it's been life changing, not just for that, but for a, a lot of things. But uh, I, I spend most of the time worrying about my parents and I, and they are closed books you know like how you doing today okay you know there's no real communication so that's where my worries at so just check in on the people you love and let them know you love them and i think uh, if you do that you'll probably feel good about things most days yeah i think the way you said it is perfect too because i you know actually not that long before that happened to you i lost my dad and my grandpa my grandma and at least like i had the chance to say goodbye to them but it doesn't get easier, but I think you're, you're right in that it's you have less instances of feeling sad as a result, and that's not good, bad, nor indifferent. It's just kind of the way every you know the way everybody processes things. So, and I, I it, maybe this is weird to say, and I apologize if it is, but I remember I was sitting next to you when you got that call too, and that's yeah. just one of those moments that I'm I'm never gonna forget. So yeah, I'm it was just, it, you know it's very strange, and I. I just remember walking into Brendan McCaffrey's office, who was our sports director at the time, and I'm like, I got to go. 
It's like, what's wrong? Yeah. I'm like, my my sister died. Yeah. And I like said it out loud, like, yeah. Huh? And then I like I drove home and I was like, what? Like it wasn't. It hadn't. It wasn't real. Oh, you know I didn't. I, mean? I didn't realize you drove. I think because didn't. I think Mitch offered to drive you. Home Maybe even. I did take the train. I don't, no, I was train. in Homewood, so I would have taken a train. Yeah, I did take the train. Okay. So, I, you know, I'm sort of at the mercy of that, too, and just yeah, I, the whole day was a blur. Then I get to the train, then I got to drive. Yeah, then I have to drive to Oak Lawn, and I get there, and, like, there's fire and police there, and my dad's outside. It was awful. It was a horrible yeah. day, but um, we're going to go do her favorite things. We're going to go eat at her favorite restaurant, and uh, or get takeout anyway, and uh, it should be a good night of... Uh, happy memories i hope just hoping i can uh give my parents what they need for me and it's always a tough tough thing to know you know yeah have On as much note. have as much fun <laughs> as you can with that hopefully it's at well, least I mean, a restaurant that you like uh, yeah i'm getting that. a breaded steak sandwich so oh, okay you know yeah, all right so all that's right. good yeah it's not it's not like a salad joint or something where oh, it's like no. boy i miss you but your food takes were awful like that's funny like everyone's that. like everyone's it's Andy's birthday everybody has chinese food and and, and drinking miller light that's, that's my sister right there nice. in a nutshell so nice all yeah. right well hey we enjoyed this feedback episode for you uh reach out to us as always at i'm fat pod facebook.com slash i'm fat pod and i'm fat pod at gmail.com and please if you have not already subscribe rate and review the podcast the benefit of subscribing is these episodes just populate right there for you so when i end up posting this episode hey it'll show up it'll be right there for you to listen to uh and then rating and reviewing helps us out as well so for jay i'm rick And this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm. Grilled onions. And a butter bagel, too? Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mm. I participate in McDonald's. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.